All right, welcome to Wild Times in Minnesota Lake Country with Kelly. Hello! And Carol. <laughs> and here we find ourselves on this beautiful We're day. Outside. Beautiful this is day so in March. Great. I know. <laughs> it happens every now and again, yeah, I guess. You know, yeah. I get a little sprinkle of sunshine, but this is really warm. <laughs> oh, it is. And uh, spring is definitely in the air in the Minnesota Lake Country, and we are in it. I don't even have my snow pants on. I know. That's I so weird. <laughs> my hands aren't freezing. I can make a little doggy shadow guy if I want to. Yeah, see. there's shadows. It's sunny enough. We can actually see shadows on the ground. That's right. great. Right. But not the groundhog shadow. No, that darn groundhog. We're going to yes, get you. Yes, no woodchucks. Yeah. So... So yes, but here we are, we're in the middle of uh, Tamarack National Wildlife Refuge and today we're going to talk about our little friends, the beavers and muskrats. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure we've talked a little bit yes. about animals preparing for winter, but now we're in the season where some of these critters are starting to run out of a cache of food. So it's a lot more likely, especially on a nice day like this, that you might see some of these animals out and about. So not all animals, you know, hibernate. Some are not true hibernators. They go into a torpor or short hibernation on and off. And then of course there's animals like the beaver and muskrat that are up and awake all winter long. <laughs> so I hope we do see some other animals that are like out of their torpor for the day too. So we could see chipmunks, we could see skunks and raccoons and you know all of those things that we really haven't seen in the deep dark of winter but <laughs> um, but might be out today which is kind of exciting. So what do those critters do when they get out of torpor? I mean I'm sure the first thing is like I'm hungry. <laughs> and I might uh, have to poop. Right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happens too after a few weeks in yes, torpor. Yes. Um, so yeah so obviously take care of them Themselves and what would the what would they search for now uh, to eat to eat? Yeah, well, it depends on the critter, but you know, skunks are going to be digging around for um, you know to dig up some grubs and things like that. Uh, there will be you know some eat plant material too. Um, uh, so. It varies. You know, raccoons are probably looking for roadkill and stuff. They'll they'll eat about anything, it seems. Right, right. <laughs> and I noticed there were some eagles flying around today, too, but I'm sure they're looking for those critters that are looking for other things. Yes, it is. Well, now the roadkill has been, right. you know, revealed with the melting of the snow. So there are a lot of eagles alongside the roads, eagles and, um, and other animals like crows or birds, you know, things that are eating that kind of garbage <laughs> I guess. All right, the garbage cleanup crew is well underway although we don't have turkey vultures back in the area yet oh, okay. they're kind of a, a later arrival in Where terms of spring from? so they've been spending the winter in uh, the southern states oh yeah they're smart yeah <laughs> they've missed out on cross-country skiing and snowshoeing and all of those great activities that That's we right. love right. <laughs> we so we're standing we've got something behind us kelly that uh is kind of a cool sight it yeah. looks like a big pile of mud right now it is it's mud and sticks and that's kind of a key and it's like the size of us <laughs> so it's it's pretty big and that's a beaver lodge so um not a beaver dam that would be different right okay. we might be standing on a beaver dam here um, but the lodge is that conical shape 
pile of sticks and mud and this one is really well built it's yeah, a nice awesome. house i you know yeah a, a nice sod house you would say <laughs> i know they're pretty good builders really good engineers and they also usually have a cache of food next to the lodge or not very far from the lodge so sometimes through the ice you can see some branches skinnier branches and stuff kind of sticking up through there this must be under the water a bit because we're not seeing a nice big cache right mm -hmm. here but this is about the time of the year march when that cache is kind of depleted <laughs> and so um so they might be out and about chewing on you know dropping a few trees right. and coming up with some more food to, to supplement them because you know you know we're not gonna really get out of winter until <laughs> this is this, this is, is like uh teaser this, yes, this is a this teaser, is a teaser. Yes. <laughs> but yeah we still have a lot of march to go and april <laughs> and some years a bit of may so <laughs> you just never know but it's good to be out while while right. we can so the beavers also have a really thick fur and what's interesting is in the winter time their fur is a little bit darker in the winter and of course thicker and this is the time that um you know if you were trapping beaver you would want to do that in the winter time that's why a lot of the trapping happens this time of year because their fur is much more thick and luscious uh, <laughs> you know at this time and um same with um muskrats so this is also a good time to trap muskrats or like earlier in the winter when so they start developing is this that. a muskrat or a beaver yeah, so to know the difference, the beavers will use big sticks like this, and yeah. muskrats will primarily use cattails or um, bulrush, you know, um, plant material. And it's about half, maybe even a third of the size. It's just a smaller hut. So when you see a pile of cattails in a conical shape, that's a muskrat. And then the big, and they use mud too, but, and then these big wooden ones <laughs> these log homes right. <laughs> are for the beaver the other thing that the muskrat will do that's a little different is they create these push-ups so as the ice starts to form on a lake earlier in the season they will kind of cut through chew through the thin ice and push mud and plant material up through it and that kind of keeps that little hole open so it's kind of a breathing hole so unlike the beavers that create this big cache next to their house the muskrats are swimming around and eating plants underneath the water um, throughout the season they don't kind of they don't create the cache like the beaver does so so they these um, push-ups then are places where they can escape out of the ice and have kind of a protected place to eat the plant material um, during the winter months and so, you know even when you get a lot of snow on top of that then pretty soon you have like this little tiny house <laughs> a little miniature kitchen I guess it is out there on top of they're the ice for the muskrats anyway they're on trend <laughs> yes <laughs> yes tiny well I probably could use a few kitchens <laughs> you know just exactly who needs a tiny house when so, you just have kitchens everywhere I see to the left of the little house here um there's a little is that their pool? Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a little pool. So That's... they go underneath and they swim under. Cause I said, where are they? I haven't yeah. seen, I don't see any action other than the trees. When we walked in here, we saw some new felled trees um, that they were nibbling on. Uh, they look pretty new. Right. Um, so, so those, um, so that open area is probably where the cache was. Okay. There okay. just isn't much left. Oh, so, okay. so the, it's, there's probably dark plants and stuff there that have warmed it right. up and so then the water's open okay. near there a little bit more. I just thought maybe that's where they do the, the dive, that's the diving well where they do their trolindy. Yeah. Well the hole to their house <laughs> is under the water. Okay. 
so they're right. they're under the water and then usually they um, find an opening near the shore mm-hmm. um, or keep an opening near the shore where they so they swim under the ice to that opening in the shore and then they're crawling you know walking across the landscape to cut down a tree well my mom used to say <laughs> too you know kind of looking at where this little lodge is in association to the shore or land if it was farther out in the middle it was going to be a you know, mild winter. Is that? Is there any truth to that? I don't know. Since they use the same lodge over and over, <laughs> I don't think that's probably <laughs> okay. too well, true. Well, muskrats do too. They use the same lodge well, over and over. Muskrats are probably more likely to rebuild more often than because that you know through the summer months okay. a little cattail hut won't stick around as easily as right. this log home (laughs) this log home's kind of permanent and it's the same beavers that come back yeah usually the same family is is using it sometimes they're they're not active lodges i mean Mm -hmm. they they can move around and such and there's probably um you know four or five beavers that live in this nice big lodge and same with a muskrat hut there's usually about five or so muskrats that might um live in there well this is a lovely little spot there's not too much uh too many neighbors around to yeah, yeah they kind of have the place to themselves, don't they? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yes. pretty nice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> nice real estate you got yeah. here with beavers. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit more about our little beaver friends. Um, you know, you said they have a winter coat. Do they, you know, like my dog, do they lose their, their winter coat? They don't, they don't comb themselves. I know they do a lot of swimming. Well, they do have, they will comb themselves oh. with their their claws. In fact, underneath their tail, they have a gland oh, okay. that has oil in it. And so they're, um, they'll use the oil from that. It'll be excreted and they comb it through their hair to keep it nice and oily so that it doesn't, um, you know, absorb so much water, okay. obviously. And then, um, but they do grow a nice thick under coat of fur there and guard hairs on top so the um, water just kind of beads right off of them (laughs) and it's so thick and of course they have a nice layer of fat underneath their fur as well or underneath their skin layer but this fur will be a lot darker in the winter time you know absorbing the sunlight when it can Mm -hmm. compared to the summertime Okay. Right. So same with muskrats, same with porcupines, by the way. They're, not, they're a little darker looking in the right. winter time than in the summer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this so, is a little pelt that you have. Yeah. Very oh, nice yeah. little. I can see why <laughs> I can see why people wore them for hats or coats or super just warm. warm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really soaks up the sun. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty thick. Wow. All right. Very nice. Okay. So that's a little bit about our friends, the beavers that you might be, you might see out on the lake or or a little bog. We should check out one of their trees. Okay. All right. Kelly, we've found our busy as beaver uh, evidence. This is some some pretty uh, nice work here. It's just very... Isn't that impressive? Wow. Yeah. I mean, look at all these little shavings too. You know, yeah, they're spitting out some pretty big pieces here. <laughs> this, is a, this is, yeah, this is, I don't know if you could, yeah, like it, it gosh, their teeth are just so amazing to be able to cut through you, that. So would like you say a, this would be a beaver, one beaver or would be a couple beavers maybe? Well, I uh, generally you only see one at a time doing this kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this is, this is amazing. So, um, <laughs> Chew away, Carol. (laughs) 
Yeah, so they've dropped a, a couple of trees here. Well, these two um, is, are this uh, twin tree here is right. about ready to go. Yeah. And this is an <laughs> It is kind of windy today, so you might see some footage <laughs> <laughs> of a tree falling, whatever, yes, of a tree catches, falls on. Yeah, this aspen can totally Two podcasters in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of their favorite species to go after, I think, is an aspen tree. So okay. it's soft wood compared to some others. And um, so they're, you know, these chunks on the ground, obviously you might be wondering why aren't they eating that? But really what they like is, um, is the layer just underneath the bark so they're they're spitting the bark um out and then kind of eating that nice layer right underneath the bark and then as they get into more of the heartwood they're kind of dropping that on the ground so that's not as exciting and <laughs> as as scrumptious as the rest i suppose <laughs> but yeah this so i've got a little skull that uh was found in the woods of a beaver that didn't make it but it gives us a chance to see the close-up of wow. just how impressive those teeth are and when you see animals with this orangish color on the front of their teeth they're usually rodents this is a rodent and those teeth are constantly growing so um activity like this will wear them down and then they will you know just continuing to grow but this also creates a really hard layer so right. that they're able to like a um, hacksaw or something you know go through a, the tree like this and be able to um yeah topple a tree and I, I yeah it's kind of hard to imagine that you know something smaller than us could right. do do this much work where right and it's not just these trees it's like there's a there's a several of them i would say almost a dozen of them right in this area <laughs> right we see that they've been very active uh recently it looks like Yes, so they, um, and they'll come back, you know, they'll, um, obviously the beavers are usually active in the evenings, mm -hmm. um, but this time of year, we might see them during the day. Uh, in order to keep that lodge warm that we were talking about earlier, they change their time frame of how they operate. So normally in the summertime, they'd just be active in the evening and that's it. But this time of year, they take turns leaving the lodge. So it turns into more of a 24 hour, like um, their circadian rhythm changes and um, and they're only leaving one at a time. So the lodge isn't empty and getting too cold at any one time. <laughs> they make quite a path. They have really a pretty steep path, <laughs> right? Um, you know, across an area. So, and some of the other little trees, some are little aspen, maybe willow, those kind of things that they're after. Uh, always a wonderful wild time here in the woods with you, Kelly. It <laughs> well, thanks for <laughs> letting me get you buddy today, Carol. <laughs> no problem. If it's, the sun is shining, boy, and it's warm outside, I'm there. I'm a fair weather fan. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Another good day for rubber boots. That's right. <laughs> well, until we see you again, have your own wild time. I'm Carol. And I'm Kelly. Wild times in Minnesota Lake Country.